there. Thanks for tuning in to Ermia Matters, where we talk all things Ermia as an association and all things higher education risk management and insurance. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. I'm Julie Groves, the Director of Risk Services at Wake Forest University in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and I'm back as your host on Ermia Matters. Today's episode is the second in our discussion of the Spencer Educational Foundation Scholarships. If you missed the first episode with Amy Daly and Sandy Mitchell, please be sure to listen to that. Today, I'm joined by Anita Ingram, the Assistant Vice President and Chief Risk Officer at the University of Cincinnati, and Elise Weinstein, who is a Technology Risk Advisor at Ernst & Young. Welcome to the podcast, ladies. Before we begin our conversation, I want to remind everyone that the application period for the student scholarships is now open, and the due date for these applications is June 21st. There's a link to this application on the Ermia website, and there will also be a link in the show notes for this podcast. So if you're interested, please be sure to check that out. So to start out today, ladies, why don't you just tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you ended up in risk management? So Anita, I will start with you. Thanks, Julie. I got started in risk management like most of us in my age bracket of 50 plus, purely by happenstance. Uh, They had very, very few risk management programs uh, around the country, and my undergraduate degree was completed at University of Cincinnati, and they didn't have a program here. And if they had, I can't say that I really would have paid attention to it. Uh, It just really wasn't marketed in that way. But in any case, my first job after completing the bachelor's degree in operations management and accounting was at a company here in Cincinnati called ChemEd Corporation. And ChemEd's a holding company that is traded on the um, New York Stock Exchange, but the most probably known company that they own is Roto-Rooter. So everybody's heard of Roto-Rooter, the little Roto-Rooter jingle, which I won't sing right now. But anyway, they hired me um, because of my financial background and and acumen, quite frankly. And they hired me into risk management as uh, assistant risk manager. And I was working for the risk manager, uh, small corporate headquarters. And It was amazing. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I was able to utilize some of my prior experience, which I was uh, non-traditional when I graduated. I was able to utilize some of that experience and education. And it was really the rest is history. Yeah. I'm going to be singing the Roto-Rooter jingle all day now. (laughs) The minute you said that, I, I... I heard that. So maybe we can have them put a link to that in the show notes so everyone can hear that in their heads right, all day long. Right, yeah. <laughs> so Elise, tell us how you uh, ended up at Ernst & Young. Sure. So coming in as a freshman at University of Cincinnati, I knew business, but I didn't know anything after that. So I bounced around quite a bit in terms of trying to find my major, where my interests were, what I wanted to do, and actually got turned on to the insurance risk management program by an older student, just kind of talking about her opinions and her experience in it. And at UC, kind of like Anita was saying, it was a a smaller major, a newer major. And I felt like it had a lot more opportunity to specialize my experience in it as opposed to those bigger programs. Kind of learning about it more and more, I I thought it really fit my mindset. And I like that it's more forward-looking, that it's about opportunity and 
you know, taking that upside of risk. I just, I felt like I really fit there. And my experience in the major at UC with Anita during her internship and just all throughout school made me really know that that risk management was where I wanted to be. And Ernst & Young has a really great program for recent graduates to kind of get exposed to those different aspects of risk management and consulting, helping companies fix their own risk environments, kind of explore how they can optimize risk and get a diverse realm of experience throughout their first couple of years. So, Well, congratulations on that. That's fantastic. As I mentioned in the last podcast, the Spencer Educational Foundation grant was awarded in 2019 for use in 2020, but we postponed the use of the funds because of COVID. We're now using these funds for the 2021 annual conference in Seattle. So Anita, will you tell us a little bit about how you got involved with, with the scholarship? Mm-hmm. Yes, um, my history goes back quite a ways, actually. I've been at um, the University of Cincinnati in my current role for seven years. It will be in the fall, but I was at another institution prior to this. I was at Southern Methodist University in Dallas for almost 19 years. And I got involved, I want to say I was there for a few years. It probably goes back to around 2003 or so when I heard about Spencer through RIMS, because we were RIMS members, and went to the conference and was just paying attention. I thought, wow, I wonder if uh, this might work for us. So I partnered with our finance department in the College of Business there. Um, We did not have at the time an insurance and risk management program at SMU. They were thinking about bringing it back And they usually come through the finance department for those who um, maybe don't have IRM programs, but are interested in in, uh, folks who still would want to go into the major. And yeah, so I reached out to the chair of finance and partnered with him and said, hey, who might you have that I could advertise this position to for an internship for the summer? And really, it was born out of that. We, we formed a great partnership. He gave me several names and, and directed students my way. And uh, Spencer was really just gracious. I don't remember what the max scholarship was at the time. But in any case, whatever they offered us in terms of the scholarship award was enough for us to pay a reasonable salary and um, employ a student for eight to 10 weeks in the summer. Ever since that, we managed to have at least one student a year in the summer. Oftentimes, we would continue to employ that student. They've done such good work. We would employ them throughout the year, part-time, maybe only 10 hours a week, because that would come out of our pocket. But we found that man, it's a great resource. They're hugely talented. And when you give them real work, uh, you know, and I put uh, quotations around the real work, but when you give them actual work that adds value to the department and the organization, everyone wins. Mm -hmm. They love doing the work. They know it's making a difference. They can see where you've used it. They learn from that as well. And of course, then they get to put that on their resume and talk about it, and it helps them land that job in the industry. Exactly. There's quite a bit of research that indicates that students who have internships during college 
are a lot more likely to go on to you know higher paying careers than those who don't so it's it's great that you were able to help so many students through you know that kind of work so Elise was a 2018 scholarship award recipient and I had the opportunity to meet her when she came to the annual conference in Salt Lake City so Elise how did you first learn about the scholarship yeah, so through that internship that Anita was just talking about, I got to experience higher ed risk management at the University of Cincinnati. And throughout my time at her internship, the staff in her office all helped expose me to the various different aspects of university risk management and also the different organizations that were out there. So they mentioned the scholarship program to me and encouraged me to apply. And I think it was likely very much thanks to the experience and the opportunity that they had given me that I was awarded the scholarship and got to go to the conference, which I still look back on as being a huge part of why I did decide to go risk management as a career. The people that I met, the content that I got exposed to, just the overall experience was outstanding, like far more than I could have asked for. And I'm still so grateful that I had that opportunity to receive that scholarship and go to the conference. Well, I mentioned in last podcast, and I'll, I'll repeat myself when I say that I have been so impressed with Elise, you and, and your contemporaries, folks who apply for the scholarship and folks who I've talked to and other aspects of student risk management, because as Anita said, she got sort of thrown into this and so did I. So I sure didn't know anything when I started this. And so the fact that you all are coming along behind us and you already have such a great foundation uh, of knowledge, it just it makes me feel really comfortable knowing that there's a, a great next generation coming behind us. I mean, we're not ready to head out to pasture yet, but when we when we are, we know that things will be in good good hands. So Anita, how have you seen opportunities like this scholarship affect the students you work with? Wow, in so many ways, but first and foremost, they get jobs. <laughs> I tell my students who work for me for the summer, the full summer, that my expectation is that they are not only going to land a job in the industry, but they're going to have multiple job offers. They are, um, before they graduate, ideally by spring break, I think Elise could attest to that. And it will at least, ideally one of them will be in an area they prefer, whether it's an underwriting or account exec or um, like a lease, it was at a consulting firm, which are the really cream of the crop uh, sort of opportunities, especially, I mean, she landed at a big four accounting firm. That says a lot. So that's really where I see the opportunities come first and foremost. And, and that's been true for every single student uh, that I can think of. I've had a couple of students who decided they wanted to go to grad school first I had one student that went to law school and she's actually working for the uh, U.S. District Attorney. But I keep in touch with my students so I know that they've done very, very well, even 10 years out, 15 years out, which is very exciting. That's what it's really all about. And that's what Spencer has put this together for, right? I think we'd all agree it's about getting young people into this industry, excited about the industry, passionate about 
what it is that they can do, how much money they can make, for sure. That's certainly some part of the motivation, right? But more than that, it's just, hey, I can make this work and pay off student loans or whatever the case may be, right? Have some of your students uh, gone on into higher ed risk management? I've not yet, I will say. Um, as you and I you, both did, they know, get scared away when they worked when they worked with you. <laughs> no, you know what it is is so many of the students when they come out, they're prepared for at least you know kind of the mid level types of positions and salaries. Hmm. And you and I were very fortunate in that, oh, wow, yeah, I got called to my first higher ed job at SMU to be director of risk management. I already had five, six years of experience, though. That's unusual. Mm -hmm. And so for our students coming out, they find that they can actually start a bit higher up in the organization or more opportunity if they don't start in higher ed. Mm -hmm. I do believe that some of them will end up in higher ed because they love it, but having that right position for them uh, and our departments being so small, they're finding that the opportunities are elsewhere. Right. So may, they will work their way back into higher ed at some so. point. Absolutely. Yeah. So Elise, what effect did this scholarship have on your career path and your position today? Yeah. So like I said, the scholarship experience and the conference itself is still something I think back on a lot in my day to day. I think that while I did end up in technology risk straight out of school, and that's what I'm currently in, I definitely have a trajectory for the more broad operational kind of business risk that I think is more closely related to how higher ed risk management works. And higher ed specifically is definitely still an interest for me. Um, it's actually something I've done a lot of research about pertaining to EY, how we're involved in that field. And I I have a couple, you know, network leads out there that are involved in that work at EY. So I, it would be a dream to kind of work my way over there in that way. Kind of like Anita said, it, it is hard to find those opportunities straight out of school. I think you guys are a very experienced, very tenured batch. I, I have a, a while to go before I get there. But the mindset that I got from all of you at the conference about how you think about risk management, how you approach, you know, the extremely complex environments that you guys work in is definitely something that I carry all throughout my daily career. So in the last podcast, I asked Amy and Sandy a couple questions that I'd like to pose, pose to you all now. So when you were little, did you dream of working in risk management? Because I did not. So if you didn't, what did you want to be? when you grew up? <laughs> sure. So like I said, I didn't even know I wanted to be a risk manager by like two years into college. And I know even that is still earlier than a lot of the generations before me that are now in their position. But I would say for a, a lot of my life, I really, really wanted to be a teacher. And I was positive that that's what I was going to do. And one day my dad sat me down and he was like, really? Like, are you sure? And thank God he did that because I do not think I could ever have the patience to be a teacher. But yeah, I somehow risk management is where I landed. And I'm really glad that I did. Well, and maybe you'll find opportunities to teach other students in your risk management 
you know, in, in the same path that you're doing. So in a way, maybe you could kind of come around that from the back door. So Anita. Thank you. I, I agree. There will likely be opportunities uh, for at least if you're interested in teaching, because that's exactly what I do. When I was little, risk management wasn't even on my radar. <laughs> I actually, uh, I wanted to be a lawyer. And then I, I started in college as an engineering student at the Ohio, the Ohio State wow. University, the OSU. Yeah, I actually did most of my undergrad work in engineering operations management before I um, quit school for a while, got married, you know, kind of took a little bit of a, a different path uh, before I came back and went to school. And that's when I landed at UC in operations management, which was close to the industrial and systems uh, engineering background that I had and the work that I'd done. Risk management was not on my screen, much like Elise said, it wasn't on my on my radar until I started interviewing and most of the positions I interviewed for and the offers that I had, in fact, were in manufacturing in that sector because of my engineering background and experience. And Kim Ed said, hey, what about risk management? And I thought, okay, what is that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Quite frankly, um, and that's just kind of how it happened. So I am pleased as punch that people can actually know what that is. And one of the courses that I teach at the University of Cincinnati, I teach undergrads enterprise risk management. Mm. And, and how fun is that? Because we partner with companies in the Cincinnati area and the students produce for them a risk assessment mm. overall, uh, A to Z. And so they get real world experience and get to really understand uh, what risk management is and how it might benefit organizations. And I love doing that. Hmm. So do either of you have any suggestions or advice for students who may want to be getting involved in a career in risk management? My advice is even if your, your college or program doesn't have an IRM program, uh, don't exclude yourself from the pool and look at all of the risk management industry from the insurance to the brokerage firms, to it could be loss control, loss engineering, especially if you're an engineering student, uh, to companies uh, and consulting firms where Elise is at and you can learn about risk management. So uh, we come from so many different backgrounds. It doesn't have to be risk management and insurance as a point of study. And then just kind of design your life around that, right? Plan on it. Uh, hey, this is going to be my job. And then, you know, this is what I'm going to do for five years. And I'll then maybe move and do something else. But be intentional and, and design a plan around it. I would say risk management is not your accounting and finance programs. It's going to be harder to find those opportunities. They're not just going to hit you in the face. They're not as obvious. So it's going to take more work to kind of dig for those really valuable opportunities that are going to give you the exposure and the experience that will guide you along the path towards risk management. But trying to find them is so worth it because this is a smaller, more intimate industry. And I think that the people within it are so excited about kind of nurturing that next generation and 
developing those future risk managers that they're going to do everything in their power to give you the most incredible experience that they can, whether that's helping you find the next opportunity, connecting you with someone that might have interests similar to your own, whatever it is, the people and the opportunities and the experiences that you're going to get are so worth that little bit of extra work it's going to take because this is a smaller industry. And lots of opportunity, as we know, in this industry, uh, because we've got the, the boomers who, who started out here. They're retiring uh, now and over the next 10 years, and there is a talent gap. So tons of opportunity in this industry. And for, for folks like Elise to take on leadership positions on a fairly fast track. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I couldn't have said it better than you did, Elise. And I do think this industry in particular is very welcoming and they want very much to, like you said, nurture the the next generation that's coming up. So, I mean, I think that was a great point. Um, do you all have any closing thoughts for our listeners? Just that the scholarship opportunity is a really great one. And I think that every student out there that is even remotely interested in the industry should take advantage of it. I agree 100%. And every higher ed institution and other organizations should also take advantage of it on their end, apply for the Spencer grant so that you can afford uh, in your budget to hire one and hire them at as much as you can pay them so that you're competitive. Don't bring them in at 12 to 15. Try and bring them in at 15 to $20 an hour if you can afford it. And that way, you're going to get some cream of the crop students and really um, set them up for success. In addition to that, there's the um, Risk Manager and Residence Program. Intending to apply for that this year for our institution. I've not done that before, but in listening to the previous podcast, uh, I know that uh, I think it was Stacy that talked about that. Stacy and Amy, and that's also another opportunity to expose your institution to Spencer. Great. And on behalf of Ermia, we would like to thank the Spencer Educational Foundation for awarding this grant to us. And Elise is a great example of this scholarship in action. So thank you again, Anita and Elise, for being with us today. I've really enjoyed chatting with you both and um, you all enjoy your summer. If I don't see you, this wraps another episode of Ermia Matters. Thank you. Thanks. You've been listening to Ermia Matters. You can find more information about Ermia at www.urmia.org. For more information about this episode, check out the show notes available to Ermia members in the Ermia Network Library. 